Now, Australians are raising millions and millions for bushfire victims, both for humans and animals. But there are warnings that scammers are targeting those who are donating to charity. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission says they've received 86 reports of bushfire-related scams since September of 2019. So that was when these, the, the first big, you know, the megafire now northwest of Sydney, when those fires were breaking out. They had 20 calls to the hotline yesterday alone. And as a result, the ACCC is setting up a dedicated hotline on the line is the ACCC chairman, Rod Sims. Rod, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. So you've had 86 reports of bushfire-related scams, 20 yesterday alone. What do these scams look like? Either people calling you or texting you or contacting you over the internet, soliciting funds uh, or crowdfunding uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, where they're setting themselves up in ways that sound authentic. Uh, you would have heard of the one where someone impersonated the, a relative or one of the, the, the people who died in the fires, uh, set up a Facebook page in the name of that relative. So some just absolutely dreadful behaviour. Uh, and I think the general message is one just has to be very careful when people are contacting you. If you want to donate, it's usually best, I think pretty well always best, for you to be the one who goes to their website uh, and um, d- donates directly. I guess we look at all the people that are pledging millions and millions of dollars. I don't think I've ever seen so much generosity from Australians just in, on such a large scale. And there would be people in our community that would see that as an opportunity to steal and do the wrong thing. Absolutely. We often find this uh, at times when people know that there's something gone wrong, uh, but but this is just, uh, as you say, this is just unprecedented. This is therefore an unprecedented opportunity, unfortunately. Our concern is that it might get worse as people start impersonating insurance companies, banks or emergency relief, saying, let me put money into your bank account, give me your bank account number. Uh, and of course, that's what we don't want people doing. If someone contacts you, never give them the bank account number. Uh, thank them for the call and then get on to your insurance company or your bank or the emergency relief agency yourself. You generate the call. If you respond to calls generated to you, it, it can often be a bit of a worry. It must be bad given that you're setting up a dedicated hotline. It, it, were you just so disappointed with people who are doing this that you felt you needed to take this extra step? Look, we're absolutely devastated by people doing this. It's, it's really shocking behaviour. Um, I have to say the suggestion of the hotline was a suggestion of the Treasurer, uh, uh, Josh Reidenberg, so I must give him credit. I'd be uh, uh, taking false credit if uh, I said otherwise. So I had a discussion with him on Sunday and he suggested that and we quickly agreed that was a great idea, but uh, it was his idea. Tell us how people can get in touch. They can get in touch via ScamWatch. .gov.au, that's scamwatch, one word, .gov.au, and that's the easiest way to do it. There's all links there for making reports and complaints and all sorts of things. Or if it suits them, they can call 1300 795 995, and letting us know helps us let others know about the type of scams that are going on out there, the type of uh, scammers that we have to deal with. Okay, Rod, well, thank you so much for your time and, and good luck catching these crims and shutting them down. 
Well, thanks for your interest. That really helps us get the message out. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Rod Sims there, the chairman of the ACCC. Yeah, I I was scrolling through social media and and websites last night, actually, and looking at at just almost every second person, and these are just individuals, had started, say, a GoFundMe page or had started their own individual fundraiser for the fire victims. And I I did think this is fraught with danger. You know, it is everyone's intentions, well, well, apart from the criminals, most people's intentions are incredibly good, but it does really create a minefield, doesn't it, for people wanting to do the wrong thing because there are just so many different places and options to donate it's almost you know it's almost dangerous isn't it yeah I think the the key to doing it well is maybe you want to do your own small one but make the donations go to one of the big ones so that's Red it. Cross or Salvos or Wires pick your charity and I know running groups and triathlon groups all over Sydney and Brisbane and Canberra are organising a bit of a park run and a half marathon for this weekend and all of the entry fees will go to believe it's Red Cross they've chosen. So they're doing their own little fundraiser in their own community, but choosing a big organisation to donate the money to. That's a smart way to do it. And even just to to organise things, but get people to directly put the money into their accounts. I just think the less people handling the money, the better in these situations.